Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called ya. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. everybody welcome back to another episode of the gimme podcast i'm your host and resident horse girl on this week's episode of the podcast uh i have a very close friend and comic friend uh, yeah we were in a comedy class together we produced a comedy show together for i don't know i, I guess about a year, year or two years and uh now she runs a festival of sorts called the I, I'm, I have a learning disability, so if I butcher it, even though I just knew how to say it, I'm sorry. The Waukegan Comedy Jam, which is in uh, Wisconsin, right? Right? Illinois. Illinois. Why did I think it was in Wisconsin? Oh, my God. It was God. in Wisconsin. <sighs> and we I have on, Wisconsin. We have on uh, the lovely Kristen Carnes. Hi, Kristen. Hey, Kathleen. It's, oh, God, I miss you. I miss uh, doing our show together. I know. It's been like... I'm trying to remember the last time I saw you in person, which was prior to the pandemic. January. Yeah, right? Last year when I was out for a few days. Yeah, and now you're out there in, in the land of Purdue University, kind of? <laughs> Your alma mater. Yeah. Actually, I'm wearing a shirt from a bar that no longer exists in West Lafayette. <laughs> Is that the one where you, what, getting ugly, get early, get early? Get uh, it, it's uh, go, uh, well, there was Harry's, which is go ugly early. And then Jake's, the one I'm wearing is um, no uglies allowed. <laughs> Great. But anyway, how have you been during your uh, pandemic? You Global know, pandemic? Yeah. It's, it's rough because the last show I did, didn't go great and the next day I was supposed to go up to Grand Rapids Michigan for a festival laugh fest okay that canceled oh, it was, was that? the last weekend of the festival and that morning I was about to go get a rental car I think and it was like no we're canceled we had to shut down so it's been rough not I did some open mics this summer at an outdoor place in Indy and that was fun but you know it's not the same as being being at a show yeah, so when was the last show? Was that like in March or March, March 12th? Oh wow. So like the day before things really kind of shut down. Yeah, and, and yeah. shows are going on now, but um I'm just not that comfortable yet till I get the shot to to go back. Are, people, are people doing indoor shows in like Indianapolis? Yeah, they are in Indiana. Yeah. 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 In Wisconsin too. I've seen a couple people do really packed shows. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm not gonna. I've seen a handful of comedians that I follow who have been doing like um, shows in Texas and Florida, which I'm like not surprised by, but yeah. I guess I'm mildly surprised that Indianapolis, well, I shouldn't be that surprised that Indianapolis is like open. Kind it's of. Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, is Boston I, completely shut down? Um, comedy? You know, Charlie Baker just announced that that venues are going to be allowed to start reopening to, I think, 50% capacity up to 500 people Ooh. in March. So oh, like wow. tomorrow. 
Uh, I think the event, some of the venues aren't allowed to open until the end of March, but I just can't imagine that that's going to last very long. What do you mean that they're just going to eventually just go open everything and just go for it? I think he's going to like chicken, get chickened out and then like pull things back. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got to follow the numbers too. And if it gets really out of hand, but who knows? Who knows? But as of right now, you know, there was some drama um, on one of the Facebook boards about somebody wanting to start an in-person open mic again, which got shot down pretty quickly. Boston and drama, Boston comedy scene drama. No, never. (laughs) For those of my listeners that aren't comedians, which there are a few of you, um, you know, always drama in the local comedy scene here. You, you can ask me about it if you know me. I'll, I'll be very blunt and honest about what's going on. I don't, you I don't know want, everything too. I don't so. need to burn bridges. There's who yep. cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, the real reason that I brought you here was not to talk about the drama of the local comedy scene, although I'm sure that will get sprinkled in. I brought you to talk about your obsession, which you said too, which I think we'll get to talk about both. One cool. being sleepovers. Yeah. And one being, was it gerbils? Gerbils. Gerbils. Yes. I know. It's a weird combination, isn't it? It's a weird combination, but I myself have one story that overlaps the two. So I'm sure that when we dive into both, there'll be plenty to hear. (laughs) So with sleepovers, I feel like every parent had different rules for their kids growing up. So like when, when was your first sleepover or like, do you I mean, remember? I was five or six. I went to a friend's house for a sleepover. I remember going to her big, she, they bought a big, huge house and I went over there, but we did, this is the seventies, you know, it's not your generation. So things were a lot more loose and fast back then. Like were, was more, that like latchkey? Was that like the latchkey kid? Started. I think the late seventies is when latchkey started. Yeah. Yeah. So there weren't many rules. I mean, my parents were really easygoing and, and about me going over to sleepovers or having them. It was, it was a free for all. And like, were sleepovers a, like a casual thing or was it more of like, oh, it's somebody's birthday. We're going to this person's house for a sleepover. You know, it was both. I I think back and it was, it was really both. So I, I would just try to get invited to any sleepover I could and any party. And then I would have people sleep over too. Cause my house was really like a cool place to hang out growing up. We weren't yeah. the leading people in the neighborhood. I recall a joke or a story and or joke that you've told about, did your dad give you like a, a, a x-rated yeah. move? Yeah. To watch it sleep. Actually, that was in high school. My, it was when I had, the end of volleyball season, the volleyball players came to sleep over at my house. And I have no idea where they came up with this, but my mom bought us girls a 12 pack of beer and got us Debbie Does Dallas, the porno. And they heard us down there all night going, oh my God, ah, you know, screaming like, there's no way I'm going to do that stuff. Yeah. And then my dad was teasing me about it the next day. I think it's so. It's weird. It's comical because. I was not like, I had the opposite experience with sleepovers where like I had a sleepover specifically 
after prom at my house with one of my other friends because my parents didn't want me to go to a sleepover where there was alcohol. See, my parents knew I drank in high school. Um, I mean, they didn't like it, but they never were asking me, oh, is there going to be alcohol there? You know, yeah. they, especially sleepovers, like they never asked about that. Yeah. And I feel like it was probably a different experience back in, you know, I was going to say like back in your era. And then I was like, that's rude. No, it's okay. I, I mean, the other funny sleepover was when I turned 18, it was the summer after my senior year of high school. And my girlfriend, Cheryl turned 18 that summer. And she's like, oh, I'm going to have a birthday party sleepover. And you know, at 18, you're not doing them as much, but yeah. we knew we were going to party. She, we were going to party and her parents got us alcohol. It was like watermelon vodka or bottles of some crap like that. I don't even know what it was. There were some guys there. They didn't sleep over, but there were a bunch of girls. Her dad was there too. And they got us a porno. What? Mom did. The mom got a porno and she didn't look at the, like the summary of it. And it was called. It was called what? Inches. Oh God. And we sat down. We're all in this room together with the parents watching this and getting drunk. And all of a sudden on screen, we realize it's a gay porn. Oh. Every, everybody's, every girl, every straight girl in that crowd, their ass just clenched, you know? It was like, oh my God, what is this? Oh my God, oh my God. And uh, we, yeah, we turned it off pretty quickly because I don't think most of the, I mean, nothing wrong with it. It's just most of the girls there weren't, yeah, they weren't into yeah. that. Yeah, well, if that's your first time watching a, an X-rated movie, you're probably like, eh not yeah it was funny because the mom was like oh my god i had no idea i didn't know this i didn't it's like that's why you got to read the description i'm thinking to myself like i don't think i mean i've been to some rowdy sleepovers but i don't think i've ever been to a sleepover where like a parent was like hey i bought you guys some porn like is that is that a generational thing or is that like where you grew up or like what is that I don't know anybody else except for my friend Cheryl and myself whose parents did this. I don't know anybody else that's done that. It's a weird, it's weird. I know it's, it's very strange, but it, I don't know. Maybe they thought we were old enough and it was something funny or they thought it would scare us. (laughs) I don't know. Like I've heard of like people like watching horror movies at sleepovers or like I don't know, staying up all night or like playing spin the bottle, but I've never said like, oh, I really missed out on that like triple X movie watching activity. You know, my parents aren't alive, so I can't ask them. And I'm really upset now that I can't ask my mom, like, what was your thinking for deciding on Debbie Does Dallas? Like, why did you think that was appropriate? And we let boyfriends in the back door. We had like sliding glass doors. Oh, yeah. Like my boyfriend came in and a couple other guys came in. And of course, they're all laying on their stomachs because they're enjoying it probably a little too much, which yeah. I was clueless about. But it was, it was, I don't understand it. I tell Dan, my husband, this stuff. And he's like, if we had kids, we would never do any of that stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't know what your parents were thinking. And yeah. Well, and now, now's a different entirely like now if you, i think if you did that people would be very concerned i think well you'd get arrested probably yeah, you'd don't probably you get arrested yeah for sure probably or showing minors pornographic materials yeah I mean, or you'd at least get like 
a caseworker called on you or something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild back in the day. Let me tell you. Back in the day. So when it comes to sleepovers though, were you, were you, why were you into them so much? Was it just, yeah, you know, I was thinking about that and I really have no idea why sleepovers and parties in general were such a thing. I think I had just major FOMO as a kid when it came to that stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I never cared about like, I didn't get to go to summer camp, you know, like that, you know, some friends did that. I never did that kind of stuff and I wasn't really into it and I didn't miss it, but there was something about sleepovers that, I mean, I know I'm obsessed because there was a 90% chance that I was going to drink way too much Kool-Aid and ruin somebody's shag carpet. Like, oh, okay. It, it was, I mean, and I had no shame about it. I was like, Hey, I'll come over and totally mark my territory at your house. I don't care. I wanted to go to that damn party. Yeah. So. And when did sleepovers become like a regular occurrence? Cause like, I'm, I can imagine maybe you had one or two as like a five or six year old, but I'm thinking to myself that sleepovers really became a big thing when I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade. Yes. Fourth or fifth grade. We did a bunch in junior high too. Yeah. And then high school, I mean, high school, they pretty much fizzled out for the most part. Yeah. Except like maybe a special occasion sleepover, like yeah. a birthday or like, I don't know, post-prom or something like that, maybe. Yeah. My friend, when she turned 16 or seven, 17, when she turned 17, she had a birthday party and we were going to go to a roller skating rink. Okay. My boyfriend at the time wouldn't let me go because there were boys there and he was extremely controlling and all that. I know he was a nut. He would let me sleep over at her house and she lived just five, six houses from me. Yeah. So he was like, well, you can sleep over there because it'd be just girls. So I went over and slept over. And then sure enough, the next morning he called, he, I had to call him first thing in the morning. Otherwise he'd, he'd get mad. So I called him, he started a fight and then made me leave the party in the morning and like come back and go get him. I mean, it was just, what? I, I know, I know it's hard to believe that I would be controlled like that, but I was for about a year. It was such a young age too. Like yeah. why I got it out of the way because no one did that to me later. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Cause I'm trying to think like if I, and it's like, you have to use their landline. Like there aren't cell phones. Like he has to know, oh. you have to like call him, him at home and yep. like check in with him. Like oh, totally. I had to do, he was nuts like that. He was very controlling and jealous. And, um, but yeah, he was nuts. And all my friends were there like, why are you leaving? I'm like, well, Kenny's mad at me. I gotta go get him. And it was, mm -mm. yeah. You dodged was, a bullet. Yeah, well, I mean, it was high school. I wasn't going to marry the guy, but hey, 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 that happens all the time. As I say, taller viewers or listeners who are married to their high school sweetheart, sweethearts, good, good on you, but not for me. I do have a couple people I know from high school who like weren't, they, they didn't date in high school, but they are now dating. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you went out into the world, you looked around and you were like, <laughs> you saw all the people that were available <laughs> and you were like actually you remember that girl from freshman year of high school English class like I want to date her like that what yeah I always wonder about those people like I there was one girl that did that like she went off to college the guy went off to college 
And then when they got engaged, they were in their 20s and it was like this huge article in the paper, engagement of so-and-so. And I was like, who the hell does this? And then sure enough, they they had two kids got divorced. Oh I'm like, what do you think was gonna happen? Mm-mm. You know, your junior high crush all of a sudden changed drastically. I mean, it was like, it was weird. Yeah, it is very weird when you have those people that are in like long-term committed relationships from the time they're like 15 and you're like, yeah, of course you guys aren't together anymore. You got a divorce because you're not the same people you were when you were children, totally. basically. What are you now, 28? 29. <gasps> Ooh. I've been through a, I'm going to leave this pandemic in a new decade of my life. <laughs> That's awesome. I was, I mean, I was complaining to somebody recently. I was like the two best years of my life, like the most good looking years of my life. I've been stuck in, in, in a home alone. Yeah. I mean, you went on, you did the whole diet thing and did all this shit, right? Well, I did, I lost it. And then I just like gave, I was just gave up. I was just like, who cares? Who ca- I could just face tune this for a while and nobody's going to know. I know. But uh I mean, it's fine. It it'll be back to normal. Hopefully a bunch of people will be like you know, a year ago at this time, I was very rude to people about their relationships. I was like, well, in a way that I was like, all these people are going to be in a pandemic together. They're going to break up. Yeah. Cuz they have to live together. But now I'm like I would love to live with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard too, because said to say, but without Pepper around, it's probably even, I would think harder. Yeah, it is. But it also I've thought about it and it was like kind of a blessing in disguise in the sense that had she passed mid pandemic, I don't know that like my entire family would have been able to come and we would have all been able to be in the hospital together with her. Cause a lot of the yeah. hospitals are limiting the number of people and all that sort of stuff. But I do for probably the first six months of the pandemic, I was like, this would have been totally different without my, like with my dog. Yes. But um, I think I've kind of like gotten over that. A lot of people immediately told me to get a new dog. Not right away. Uh-uh. Which I'm like, yeah, why? So it has separation anxiety and I can't like be, that dog can't be without me for like, 12 hours or something i don't know so um i maybe down the road but not anytime soon i hear you but anyway back to the topic so okay so did you ever were you ever allowed to go to like co-ed sleepovers like were there co-ed sleepovers no we didn't do those back in the day we never had co-ed sleep i know some kids nowadays do that where like my niece has been to my niece who's 20 went to some co-ed sleepovers in high school. I, now coming from somebody whose parents let them watch a porn at a sleepover, I I don't, that is different than like having co, like I can't imagine being like uh, a parent to a 14 year old and just letting them like go to a sleepover with boys. I know, I don't, I don't get that now, now, my boyfriend at the time in high school did sleep over a few times. Okay, but that's different. That's not like a- Not in my room, but- 
Oh, like you, like he slept down the hall or something like that? Yeah, he got drunk at prom and we couldn't like let him go home drunk. So my dad got him undressed, put him in the shower. Oh my God, that's like a lot of work. My dad got to see him naked and I never did. You know, what? I, Kathleen, I could talk to you for hours about this guy in high school and how he was bunged up. He wouldn't have sex. Like he was... He, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah. That's very strange. Yeah. So he slept over a couple times, but you know. Yeah. Now, now were you like in any, like, were you in the Girl Scouts or anything? Like, did you do sleepovers with any of them? Yeah. Well, I didn't do it with the Girl Scouts, except for we did go camping once up in Wisconsin for a couple days and, you know, slept out in these like tents, tent platforms, but we didn't do like Girl Scout slumber parties okay i mean the the people in girl scouts most of them were my friends in grade yeah. school but um we didn't do any like girl scout sleepovers do you have any particularly memorable sleepovers oh god i remember one um i remember one in junior high seventh grade gina's house and we got into the bar well first of all we did prank first of all we seventh did grade Yes. In seventh grade, we did prank phone calls to this hot kid in school. And I told the friend, I said, oh, she was on the phone with him. I'm like, hey, ask him if he's a virgin. Now, at seventh grade, I didn't really know what a virgin was. Sure. I I knew the word, you know, ask him if he's a virgin. So my friend asked. And then her parents called my friend whose house it was up the stairs. Yeah, they were listening in on the phone. So they thought she she ratted me out. So then after that, they didn't allow me to ever sleep over again. And later that night, we had some alcohol because mm-hmm. there was a bar in the basement. Oh, and okay. I remember, all I remember is like running to the bathroom and hurling. Like I got sick everywhere. Oh, God. Drank too much. So, you know, totally. Yeah. The bladder ruins their carpet. Like oh, all no. of that. Like all of that. And my friends never said anything to me about it. That's the weird thing. Like they, they never said anything about me throwing up or anything. They, but you weren't allowed to go back to their that house for a second. No, but I was still friends with her at school and friends with everybody else that was there. Yeah, but maybe she like had done that before or something. Maybe, I don't know. It was, it was weird. That's, that's probably one of the most memorable. And then in high school, we did one where we were going to go to a hotel because okay. we were like, oh, we're, what were we juniors? We're like, oh yeah, let's get a hotel room and we're going to party and all this stuff. And we were at my house and we're like, oh, we got to call a cab. Cause of course there was no Uber back then. So we're in my kitchen. We're calling a, a cab. My parents are asleep upstairs. I'm thinking, oh, they're not hearing anything. So then we tell the cab to pick us up down the street. So it's like, it was like negative 10 degrees. This oh my is God. in the middle of winter. We go and stand in this pine tree waiting for the cab to show up. Cab shows up. We all, all us girls run out. We get driven to the hotel. We don't party for some reason. Would you guys just like pass out or? We we weren't drinking at all. I don't know why we got a hotel room. We just thought it'd be cool. And then we came back the next day to my friend's house. And then her dad calls her and she comes back crying. And we're like, what's going on? She's like, my dad's coming home. Um, Your mom, my mom heard us calling the cab and called everybody's mom and told them what we had done 
She didn't stop us from doing it. She yeah. Took, ratted us out to everybody. Oh, no. My friend's dad came home and we're all sitting around like, oh God, this is awful. And he looked at me and he said, Kristen, if I catch anyone drinking in my house, I'm going to kick their ass. And I'm like, okay, Mr. Tomato. Okay. Oh my God. I was, scared. I was like, you know, I was a young kid. I was like, okay. And I went home and boy, I was grounded for weeks after that. Were you like, we didn't even do anything that was hurt. Were you like the, the facilitator of these antics or was no, my like Sandy was for that? Sandy was for that one. Okay. Um, I didn't facilitate all of them. I had parties and stuff in high school at my house, but my parents knew and they let us drink and yeah. Like that. But that one, it was not me. It was just, it was so stupid because we had a phone in the basement. We could have gone down to the basement and been much more stealth. But yeah. I, I got busted for everything I did. Apparently, it sounds like you did. Oh, like My brother never did. Then came me and I was like doofus when it came to trying to cover my tracks. It's funny because my, well, I'm not going to say that my brother was like slick, but he got he got in trouble for a couple things. And so then that scared me into just being very like on the DL or just on the straight and narrow. Yeah, but you're a good girl, Kathleen. I mean, you're not a wild party girl. Me? I, I am like the biggest party girl. No, no, not really. But <laughs> also, laughing at this right now. <laughs> but I mean, also, I have had so many, uh, like health issue, well, not health issues, but like if I drink even the smallest amount of alcohol, I'm either going to just like fall asleep or I'm going to get a migraine from it. And that's just always been how I am. So that has just like motivated me to like, I'm not saying that I haven't heavily drank, but like, it's not that often because it's just not an enjoyable after experience for me. I don't think anybody likes being hungover but I've just never enjoyed uh, the healing process. What about smoking dope? Can you smoke dope without a migraine? Um, I mean, like theoretically, but in college, it wasn't around, like not in the circles of people I was with. The people that I was okay. with were into, I was on the equestrian team and there was a girl that was really into Molly and her name was Molly. And, uh, but I never did anything like that because her stories were so ridiculous. Like she would be like, I was at a party and I did Molly and then I ate like four alive goldfish. What is Molly exactly? I still don't know what Molly is. That I ecstasy? think it's ecstasy or like some form of ecstasy and something else. I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. I hear it all the time and I'm like, i don't know. It's probably ecstasy and maybe something. I don't, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. But, well. I mean, I was not, uh, like, I think I can only think of like maybe two sleepovers where there was alcohol and it was one girl and she was so controlling that like she was controlling about her alcohol and she would barely let me like even she let me have like a taste of something, but she'd be like, this is too expensive. You're not allowed to drink more than a sip. And I was like, it's Goldschlager. Like it is not. <laughs> it's Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. She thought it was like, like the, the bougiest stuff. And, um, 
Yeah, honestly, not great memories of that. Yeah, we never, we never even thought about that. We thought about getting busted. So we'd always drink it and then put water in it, which was oh, stupid. Yeah, but also my parents, they'd have bars and like they never used them. Like they had them, but they weren't using them. So I don't think they, they would bust on us, you know? Oh they, yeah, because they weren't really putting it together if they're not no, regularly using no. it. And in high school, we'd get our own booze and we didn't, I mean, we didn't, you know, take anything from the parents in high school. We just got it ourselves. Yeah. So outside of like drinking or like <laughs> causing a ruckus, what were like other typical sleepover activities you, you oh, really we did this stupid. We did those seance things and like we did this thing. Oh, the seance, yeah. But one thing we did in, in like seventh grade, which now looking back was stupid, we do that thing where you bend over and you breathe heavy and then you come up and hold your breath and you push your neck to to like push on your carotids and you oh. pass out. You oh, totally no. pass out, which is stupid because you could kill yourself. Why would you do that? Because we thought it, because we just thought, wow, look at that. We can make ourselves pass out. And we did it to other people and we just, it was one girl had like a seizure when she was passed out. I mean, we just, it oh was, God. we did that think, thing where you'd like do a seance light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yes, and yeah. And prank phone calls, of course. We we used to call our teachers in junior high and do wow. prank all the time. Stupid shit. I don't think I ever did prank phone calls, but um, we did, you know, light as a feather, stiff as a board or... I remember one time I got shoved into a bathroom with the lights off and I was supposed to say like Bloody Mary or something like, or something yeah. like that, or like red rum or something. And I was convinced that there, that like a woman was going to, and I was like, I can't do it. And they're like, you're not allowed to get out until you say it. So I was like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then, you know, nothing happened. I, we, I went to this Halloween party in junior high with eighth graders when I was in seventh, which was like, woo, we're going to the, and they were the cool kids. Yeah. And I went with my friend who was going to sleep over and I was like dying to be her best friend. And I remember we did, we just played, I don't know, spin the bottle or something, seven seconds in heaven, you know, stupid oh, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the night, my friend was like, Kristen, if you don't kiss Mike, I'm not going to sleep over at your house. What? I know. Cause she was a manipulative bitch. I'll say it right now. I still hate her. I still see her once in a while. I try to ignore her and everyone's like, Oh, wow. You hate her. Don't you? I'm like, yes, yeah. I do. I still hold her. And sure enough, I told him to come out to the porch. I'm like, I got to kiss you. Otherwise she won't sleep over. And my dad's in the car watching, you That's know, like, so weird. I mean, it was, ugh. You know, and it wasn't eight, there was no tongue. I mean, it was seven, I was seventh grade. I didn't even know yeah. what that was. So it's not like anything happened, but. That's very weird. Over, so. Man. Okay. I well, know. That's strange. I don't think I, see, I didn't go to a lot of like mixed, like co-ed parties. I don't even think that that really was happening a lot when I was in high school, maybe in middle school, but like not in high school. So I don't think I ever really like, I never experienced that, like being forced into a closet to make out with somebody, you know? So in high school, didn't you go to like co-ed parties? Drinking? No, no. What? Well, I mean, it was ruined for me because of 
an experience that I won't talk about on this podcast that um, still to this day causes some drama within the family unit. But basically like it was ruined for me. But also like I was a complete loser. I was just a total, no, I wasn't a nerd. I was just like so uncomfortable because I, I, I was like so baby faced in high school. I, um, was, I had no friends because all my friends in eighth grade, like developed. And then I was just like this baby faced, you know, freshman. So when I made friends, they were all these weird kids who like, I didn't want to sleep over at their house. Like I didn't want to go to a party with them. Like they were like, you know, strange under the stairs kids. And (laughs) then I had a really good friend, but she was so controlling. And so it was like, I really only slept over her house or like we had one other friend and we might sleep over at her house, but like, it was never, and I don't really think I ever missed, like, I don't say to myself, like, oh, I really wish I got to go to co-ed parties because I hated everybody I went to high school with anyway. Okay. So it's not like I was like, oh yeah, I really wanted to, to make out with Will and I never got to. It was like, no, Will had a girl, he's still, they've been, they've been together since they were freshmen in high school. I mean, those oh, solid as a rock. Oh. <laughs> See, I was, I was just, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was popular, but I was always wanting to go out and I played sports and like all the volleyball friends of mine, we all went out, like we partied. Now, now I will say that I was on an equestrian team and the equestrian team in high school had different cliques in it. And there was a clique of girls that would always have sleepovers. And it was right when Facebook was kind of becoming a big thing for my my generation. And they would post these albums at these sleepovers. And I was always convinced that they posted them to like rub it in my face that I wasn't invited. Uh, Could be, that's awful. And there was a ringleader. There was this one girl, total ringleader hated me don't know why she's she's now become a pediatrician um Uh, yeah she's a real b yeah it wasn't like that for me at all high school i had a blast in high school except for the boyfriend drama but we did a lot of sleepovers when we'd go to parties together but not like big sleepovers like a lot of times it'd just be a couple of us and stuff and and then i and I remember having a friend sleepover in high school and like my brother had his friend sleepover who was like one of the most popular guys in high school. He was two years older than us and he was gorgeous and popular and he was on turnabout court and he dated all the hot girls and blah, what's, blah. Wait, what's turnabout court? When the girls ask the guys to dance. Oh, guys okay. Are on court. Guys yeah, get we- on court. Oh. And he slept over and my friend Sandy slept over I shouldn't have used her name, but whatever. I didn't say her last name, but the three of us slept in the living room. My brother was in his bedroom and then come to find out. I don't even know when I found out Sandy's like, Oh yeah. Him and I were fooling around like right next to me. Oh God. Totally passed out. I don't know how much they did, but I'm just like, damn. Like right here. I know. Like right next to me. I was like in a threesome without being a threesome. You know, (laughs) I was there, but uh, yeah, I didn't participate. You know, I do realize I have had one co-ed sleepover and it wasn't on purpose. So when I was, a, when I was, a, when I was a student at Purdue university, my freshman year of college, 
I had this like really bad first semester roommate who is now a social worker. <laughs> and she had a, a guy that she claimed was not her boyfriend, but he would come over most, most weekends and like he would, they would sleep over and that's not where it's the COVID sleepover. He would sleep over and then they would like wake up really late and they would start beating each other up and popping each other's pimples. It was absolutely like they, they would pretend to fight. It was like they would wrestle and they'd pop each other's zits and um, constantly. And so one day she was like, I'm going to set you up. Oh, she didn't tell me. This guy showed up and she, he um, was apparently like a blind date. And I didn't know I was going on a blind date with him. And I guess he had driven several hours <laughs> from the cornfields of Indiana. Yeah, somewhere. And so we ended up going on a double date and this guy uh, fell asleep on like our futon. So in a way I had a co-ed sleepover. <laughs> Kathleen. Oh, I wish you, we would have been in school together. It would have been so much fun to corrupt you. Oh man. It was no, it would, I would have, I was like, a, I was like a tattle back then. Well, not a tattle, but I was very much like the dare program resonated with me very well. Okay. As a kid. Yeah. Not me so much. Yeah. Um, I do want to quickly touch on your other obsession though. <laughs> Okay, so, so you're talking about gerbils. And when yes. I said at the beginning of this that there that I have a link between the two, I went to a party, a sleepover, and my friend who was hosting the sleepover had a gerbil. And the gerbil had gotten out of the cage and gotten lost like a week before this sleepover. And in the middle of the night, it sh up, showed up in some girl's sleeping bag. I kid you not. <laughs> and it scared the shit out of her. Like, I was like, oh yeah, we found the gerbil. It's here. That's funny. So were you, did you have gerbils as a kid? Oh like my God, yes. Yes. So my brother got him first when I was probably six or seven. My brother, my older brother got him. One bit me and I was just like, I love him. And it bit you and you were yeah, like, yes. I don't know why, but I loved them. Um, and I had them for years throughout grade school. And I think a little bit in junior high, I even brought one to the school, to my grade school. And we left it in the library as like show and tell for the, for kids to see. Oh. And I would feed it and stuff. And then I forgot to take it home with me at Christmas break. And when we came back, there was no gerbil in the cage. I know. I feel terrible. I feel terrible. I was like fifth grade, sixth grade. I, yeah, but I don't that's know. That's not your, like in fifth grade, that is not your responsibility. I mean, like, yes, it's your responsibility, but like, also I'm, I'm surprised there wasn't a teacher that was like, aren't you forgetting something? I know that or my parents, my parents, I don't remember them asking me about, Hey, where's well, the gerbils in school? Do you think your parents like the gerbils or do you think they were like, this no, is an out? We had so many pets, different pets as kids. And they just put up with them. And I mean, I had, a, you know, the cool habit trail and I dreamed about getting the habit trail where it was like, I could connect all these habit trails and have like runs through the entire house. And I was yeah. like, oh, with having like the coolest habit trail and they would always get out and they'd like run in my mom's bedroom when she's watching TV 
or they'd get out of the house and we'd find bits of them in the garden in the summer. Oh, from the no, 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 no. Other animals were out there. But I had them for years and they'd like, you know, they, they, man, they reproduce. They don't well, care about incest or anything. They just, they bonk. Well, they just have that, that, uh, that's like the birds I had. The birds I had banged it out so much. I mean, like, they, they don't know. But why gerbils? Why were they? I that's the weird thing. Like I remember hamsters were really popular when I was a kid. Was a yeah, because they're really cute and soft and furry. And gerbils are, yeah, gerbils are a little bit more rat-like. Yes, gerbils are like the lowest tier of rodent that you could have as a kid. Yeah, like it was like if you had a gerbil, it went like I feel like. The, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like it went like gerbil, hamster guinea pig yes i totally agree with you guinea pigs were like the coolest because they were bigger and they squeaked and yeah yeah there was something i ate a guinea pig in peru but yeah that's um, common that's a thing in peru yeah. but yeah um but i don't know why i have no idea and i remember a friend of mine karen used to tease me and call me gerbil crazy and gerbil lover and like she was teasing she was serious but teasing and I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what it was. I was just, I wanted to have them and I kept having them, even though a lot of them would eat their young or they you know, do that. too much that I didn't have room for them or they'd get out or, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I don't know. And how did that, like, eventually did you just grow out of the phase or were your parents? So. Yeah. Same stuff. It was like stuffed animals. Like I used to collect those and then you know, you get older and you're like, not so cool anymore. I just, I found other things to do, like drinking and playing sports and stuff. Sleepovers and sleepovers, yes. Junior and I was all about sleepovers. So I do think that pocket pets, like those kind of pets, were really popular because I think people assumed that they were very low maintenance. Mm-hmm. And they're cheap. I mean, it's like cheaper and a shorter lifespan than like investing in a dog or something oh we had dogs a number of dogs we had rabbits we had cats so we we had a bunch of different stuff I don't know why my parents did that because they weren't totally into pets but I think they just did it for us and what do you remember like the names you had for any of your gerbils my one rabbit was named Shasta and um, she died and then we ended up letting the other two loose my dog, I got a dog from that boyfriend in high school, the controlling oh boyfriend, dog, a Sheltie named Brandy. Okay. She was, had a little Pomeranian named Cubby and another dog named Amy. And yeah, we were, um, we were with the animals for some reason. Yeah. yeah. It was a free for all in my house. There was a lot of chaos, I think. <laughs> it sounds like you had a lot of pets all at once. No, they weren't all at once. Okay. Like, so it was like kind of staggered. Yeah. Yeah, the gerbils were a little consistent. We had gerbils a lot for a number of years. Um, I think at the same time as we had the rabbits, but like the rabbits were out on the porch, the dogs yeah. were in the house, but you know, I guess, I guess sometimes they overlapped. Yeah. Any, so did they get out? You said that they got out? The gerbils got out all the time. I mean, they'd get out of their cage all the time and, and get out of the house all the time and they and were, then would you just like find them eventually? Yeah, or like I mean, I'd find them in a box in my closet. Um, you know, and they, you just find them in random places. You'd be like my mom said she was watching TV one night and all of a sudden out of the corner of her eyes, she could see movement. She looks over, a bunch of gerbils ran into her bedroom, 
flipped around and ran out of her bedroom. I mean, they were just, Oh my God. And then we had a bird later when we, that we taught the tequila song to. So it would sing the tequila song while it was in its cage and it would sit on my dad's shoulder and groom his hair and and his eyebrows. I mean, it was, yeah, Yeah, we had a great house growing up. We had a fun, we had a fun house in the neighborhood. Well, Kristen, it's been really fun having you on the podcast. Where can our listeners find you? Oh, Twitter. Find me on Twitter. I'm finally getting some followers on Twitter. So it's Kristen Carnes, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-C-A-R-N-E-S, two, the number two on Twitter. Uh, the WaukeganComedyJam.com will have information if you live uh, north of Chicago or south of Milwaukee. Um, you can find out information about our festival coming up in September. September. That'll be good. Cause like, I assume by September, even if you can't do it indoors, you would still be able to do it. I think we'll be able to do it indoors. I think yeah. Illinois and Wisconsin are doing pretty well about vaccinations. Yeah. Indiana is a little slow, but I think we'll be okay by September. Yeah, that's good. And um, for our listeners, you've been listening to another episode of the Gimme Podcast. As I say, every week you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, Pandora, if that is a thing that still that people still use, you know? Um, and please don't forget to rate and review. Uh, we appreciate the five stars. As always, we'll see you next week. This has been brought to you by Dead and Mellow. Follow us on all your social media platforms and shop around at deadandmellow.com to see all of our stand-up, music, and podcast releases. Thank you, and God bless America. All right, see you later. See Are you we guys. actually leaving or just that dignity?